Hello, and welcome to today's Employer Advisory Podcast, where we'll be covering the remote work perks to support your workforce during this time. My name is Chase Ambrosia, and I'm joined by a few esteemed colleagues, and I'll give them a chance to introduce themselves. Thank you, Chase. Um, I'm Marita Smith. I'm a senior HR consultant in the Mid-Atlantic region. Hi, everyone. My name is Shira Walensky. I'm the National Health and Wellbeing Practice Leader with One Digital. Thank you both. As you can see, each of us bring a unique perspective to the conversation from the context of benefits, HR, and well-being. In response to the rapidly changing economic and health environment, where business and HR leaders have been forced to take unprecedented actions to protect employees and their organizations, we would like to share some pandemic perks we've seen creative offerings implemented by employers that have the ability to offer relief, support, and even comfort to you and your workforce during what has been an exceptionally challenging and stressful time. A recent stat that I came across was from uh, the mental health provider, Ginger, uh, which outlined nearly seven in 10 employees indicated that the pandemic is the most stressful time of their entire professional career, which has aligned with a stark increase in new prescriptions of antidepressants, anti-anxiety, and anti-insomnia medications. Among those reported, 62% noted losing at least one hour a day in productivity and 32% lost at least two hours a day due to COVID-19 related stress. It's clear across the board that employees are struggling, experiencing grief, burnout, and mental health concerns, and need immediate attention or support, or even creative ideas to help offset the specific challenges that they're going through. So let's kick this conversation off with some easy wins that you've been seeing with little to no budget, but can have a drastically huge impact on your employees. Yes, Chase. Um, when you're wearing the HR hat, you want to do a little bit of research before you just, you know, implement any kind of perk. You want to have a plan and a timeline of when you're going to do what um, so that you can structure your budget accordingly and make sure it has the best impact possible. Um, you want to firstly, you want to be able to meet the needs of a diverse workforce, you know, with multiple generations in it. Um, and you also want to have a benefit that have, creates an opportunity for connection and engagement. Um, you can start off by just having a little survey or a poll, you know, asking people what's your favorite perk and let them choose uh, among three of those and then create some interaction and excitement around it, announcing, you know, the perk that won and um, then implement that and repeat that cycle. Um, Communication, you really have to plan it as part of your um, perk plan, if you want to call it that, you know, and use different mediums of how you're going to uh, create a buzz with your workforce, social media, put it on Teams or whatever chat format that you have in your business, announcements. Um, and, you know, it doesn't have to cost a lot. You can have Fun perks could be, you know, a movie credit or um, a streaming subscription, buying everybody a book and let them join a book club, um, give them an audible credit. I would also suggest keeping some um, perks as a surprise, you know, something um, that is going to be, oh, wow, that is a nice surprise. It doesn't have to be um, a big ticket item. A small gesture can actually have a great impact in just boosting morale um, and, you know, putting some lightness into this very heavy climate that we're currently having. Um, you know, you want to create perks that uh, give your culture a boost that we are all in this together. 
Marita, one of the great points I think you brought up was communication. I feel like communication is key and it comes, you know, top down, uh, whether you're a smaller organization or a larger organization, you know, you want to make it feel that your employees are getting a personal message, whether that is a directly personal message from your leadership or a broad message to all employees, but it makes it feel personal. That's one of the things that I've appreciated at One Digital is the messaging that we've received through this pandemic and we continue to receive through the stressful times. Our leaders have definitely taken advantage of the opportunity to make us feel more comfortable as we navigate these uncertain times. Um, some other things that I think you know employers need to think of is uh, what did your employees have at the office uh, before they went into this remote setting, whether it be you know the beverages that they had free to them or at low cost or healthy snacks, um, you know something that can give them a sense of feeling comfortable in their new work environment that makes them feel like they're in the office. Uh, another concept that has been really popular is uh, you know, really promoting telemedicine and the use of telemedicine, whether that's the embedded options that people have access to through their insurance or adding another level of service um, and paying for telemedicine for all your employees and some of the enhanced services that can be provided. Uh, the healthiest you concept is one that has been really attractive um, because not only does it address telemedicine, but it, ha it has expanded scope of care uh, for mental health, uh, second opinions, um, dermatology, and, and nutrition is a new thing that's been added. And it's been really attractive to employers to kind of round out some of that packaging so that it addresses multiple levels for employees based on their specific needs. One thing that we know in this pandemic is that employees certainly have more of a focus on their benefits package and want to make sure that they have the right coverages because of the uncertainty of what could happen to them or their family. So statistically, we've seen it from you know, numerous carriers and or studies, um, but clearly employees are having much more of a focus on the type of benefits they have, what they should be electing for these upcoming plan years. Um, and it's reflective for employers to make sure their employees understand the benefits that are being offered. So that's kind of where, again, that communication piece comes into play and, and, and you know, really trying to educate your employees on what you're offering them and how they can take advantage of it but most importantly, feel protected as we go through the rest of this pandemic and you know these uncertain times for the rest of 2020 and uh, the start of 2021. Chase, you, you brought up a couple really good points. I mean, one, look at the things that you already have in place and maybe the way that you're packaging and communicating some of these benefits to position it in the context of health and well-being. So something like telemedicine, for example, right now, it's not just about convenience and cost saving. It is about safety for employees in a lot of cases. We know that employees are being impacted across the spectrum of health and well-being. And something from an industry perspective that we have been trying to hit home for a very long time is that well-being is no longer about your employees being happy, healthy, and productive when they show up for work every day. It is about individuals thriving as human beings in their work life, in their personal life across the board, because there is so much interaction and the pandemic has really shoved that in our face. We have really gotten a glimpse into the reality of what our employees are dealing with and managing 
anything that we can do to alleviate stress uh, off of our employees is going to result in a little bit more productivity, a little bit more focus, a little bit more time and energy that they can commit to their job. So while sometimes it can feel overwhelming, certainly we cannot control everything and we don't have all of the answers, but there is a lot that we can do. And it, in some cases, it's some of the small things, um, Chase, as you were mentioning. I think, um, again, looking at, if you take the the spectrum of well-being and you look at what do you already have in place to promote physical health, financial well-being, mental health. Certainly a lot of folks are struggling right now with missing that social connection and interaction, as Marita mentioned. Those are things that are very low to no cost. Uh, as Chase mentioned, thinking about things that you were spending money on before that wouldn't require an additional budget item, but maybe just reallocating those funds so that it is not something that is costing you extra. Certainly any opportunity you guys have to connect employees, we are seeing to be really impactful. And I think you know, getting away from feeling like you have to have the time to sit down and orchestrate your long-term three-year plan as it relates to health and well-being right now, don't get caught up and get overwhelmed and not do anything. Do something. Those are great additional points, Shira. Um, you know, obviously, uncertainty to look ahead three years right now is uh, somewhat uh, questionable considering people can't look past uh, the current day that we're on. Um, well, let's let's move into offerings and perks to consider, you know, if you have a budget to work with. And this can range from a small budget to a vast budget. Um, but some of the things that employers should think about when it comes to, you know, having their employees be in a remote setting is what is that that work home setting? What does it actually look like? And, you know, everybody has a different setup. Uh, we have a multi-generational workforce. Some people have families and kids. Other people are single. Um, other people are, you know, on the verge of retirement, but they're helping out with their uh, grandkids. So it's, it's all over the board. Um, but one thing that employers should think about is, you know, how to make sure that their employees feel, feel comfortable working remote and having a proper office for whatever the needs are. Um, because a lot of people are working right now at their kitchen table or on their couch. So what can you do to, you know, give them a stipend for their home office or have a game plan or recommendations, whether that be a stand-up desk or an ergonomic chair or, you know, an ergonomic keyboard and mouse, something that goes along with, again, making people feel comfortable in their new remote setting. Um, other things that, you know, could come along with, with this idea um, is, is perks that you can, you know, provide to them. Um, Marita, you brought up about uh, sending employees a book or having them join a book club. You know, something that could be unique is sending them a, a pandemic goodie bag. A lot of employers do a welcome uh, kit for their employees when they come on board as a new employee. Um, I think we all could use a little love during this pandemic and get a little welcome kit at our home when it comes to dealing with the rest of this pandemic. But those are just some things that I think employers need to think about, knowing that, you know, their budgets have kind of been thrown out the window because if they were an in-person type of employer before, and now they're, you know, 95% or 100% remote, um, what additionally can they do to reallocate that budget to make their employees more comfortable in these new settings? 
Chase, I think that um, you mentioned some of the tangible options, some meal home kits for employees is certainly something that we've seen folks have a huge interest in, especially given that it is the end of the year and many of our clients have wellness funds that they need to spend. We're also seeing a lot of that choice and customization in the form of platforms that offer, um, think defined contribution, but for well-being benefits. So employees are given a stipend and rather than spending it in a rewards mall type of setting, they're able to choose um, services that are meaningful and valuable to them. So think backup childcare or streaming fitness classes, um, our financial support, uh, meal home delivery, if we think about the things that are really causing a strain and stress for our employees, it is a really great opportunity to message right now around the diversity of your workforce and recognizing that everybody is unique and is experiencing the pandemic and these challenges differently and that you want to recognize the opportunity for employees to choose what benefits are meaningful and valuable to them. So I would say that is the most popular strategy that we have seen employers with a budget looking to offer. Some others, I think um, certainly we have seen folks looking to beef up their mental health uh, program and resources. And sometimes that is in the form of just extending your EAP to offer additional sessions. We've also seen the introduction of apps and services focused on meditation, as well as um, our partner is Total Brain that offers uh, some exercises to not just focus on the emotional strain, but also your ability to focus and perform cognitively. Um, Certainly, uh, distraction is is a big uh, challenge for many of us as well. We've seen some folks offering a manager training So really equipping management to um, take care of their employees and then also making sure that that they are taking care of themselves as well. I think those are, you know, some of the others, certainly anything that is virtual. So we've seen virtual education sessions. Um, I think we already mentioned um, streaming fitness classes and um, and some of the traditional well-being platforms, the technology platforms um, that typically are tied to incentives and a a point structure. Um, We've seen less of an emphasis there and more of a focus on the engagement piece and the social connectivity through activities and challenges. Um, So a little bit of a traditional product, but with a non-traditional approach. Yes, Shira, um, that connection portion is extremely important, I think. Um, And so when you you as HR need to um, determine which folks you're going to spend money on, you really want to do, you know, some kind of cost-benefit analysis and then focus on um, connection engagement and creativity and, you know, find ways to to reallocate those funds like you mentioned. Um, I want to... Start by talking just a little bit about creativity because you know research has shown that just doing one creative task, no matter how small, can actually add to a person's happiness um, and increase their sense of well-being. And then creativity also spills over into the rest of their lives. So somebody that has an opportunity to make candles at home um, can actually 
increase their creativity at work and organizations can help that. Um, you can, you know, have a stipend that goes towards some kind of hobby, um, maybe consider sending um, something that they can make at home, like a paint by numbers kit. And then at the same time, um, use that as an opportunity to then create totalization and connection. So everybody needs to, once they've made their painting, they have to come show the team how they did. Um, having some fun with that. It's important to laugh and that's a great stress reliever. So making opportunities for people to have fun and share fun. Um, I know one client, for example, that did a chocolate tasting. So they sent every um, employee a kit um, with various varieties of chocolate. Everybody got to be on a call, on a video call, and taste chocolates together and then critique, tell other people what they like, what they didn't like. That is a great way to, you know, also create um, a connection for, for employees. One thing that is great also about video calling, I know we, you know, we've all had enough of it, but our meetings do end on time now. You don't go over, right? It's not like in the past where a meeting could drag on and you can't get out of it now. It's, when it's done, it's done. Um, so it's important to when you do those do those meetings to create a little bit of time in the beginning and at the end of the meeting just to have that social interaction that we no longer have, um, you know, at the water cooler or making coffee after a meeting in the office. Um, another thing I want to talk about is just, you know, for for our HR professionals, um, even on a good day, HR is a very overwhelming place to be. Um, and now considering the pandemic and everything that HR has been having to deal with and taking care of their employees, I want to stress um, how important it is to take care of yourself. Um, when oxygen masks fall in the plane, um, you know that you need to secure your own mask before consider helping others. And keep that in mind when you are choosing perks, when you are implementing plans. Make sure to, to take care of yourself first. Don't just tell everyone to use their meditation app, but, you know, use it yourself. Those are great points. And I think, you know, one thing that, that is clear in this conversation is that, you know, these are our broad ideas to really um, help provide some comfort for a multi-generational workforce, uh, multicultural workforce, but also, you know, individual needs because everybody has their own setting and their own situation that they're dealing with right now. So thank you, both Shira and Marita. And thank you all for tuning in. As we've noted throughout this session, these are exceptionally challenging times. Leaders can take immediate action and help alleviate the strain to their workforce to reduce productivity loss, increase loyalty and engagement, and really set the tone for the employer and employer relationship, um, and maybe define your corporate brand as we get through the rest of this pandemic. Please know that One Digital Strategic Benefit Workforce and Wellbeing Consultants are here with expert guidance and support to help you navigate through the next few months as you plan the new year. And don't hesitate to reach out to learn more. Once again, I'd like to remind everyone that you can access the additional resources, employer advisory sessions, and podcasts on our coronavirus hub at onedigital.com forward slash coronavirus. Stay safe and stay healthy and stay connected with your family and your friends and your coworkers. Want to wish everybody a healthy end to 2020, but more importantly, a prosperous start to 2021. Thank you and have a great day.